Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone and welcome to another week of G Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. Today I am joined. Well, first I am your host Caroline Moss, and today I am joined by Ann Chen. She's the best-selling author and illustrator. She's based in Los Angeles, just a stone's throw from me. Um, her first three books: Bad Girls Throughout History, Legendary Ladies, and Never Le- Legendary Ladies, and Nevertheless She Wore It were published by Chronicle Books. And her artwork can be found everywhere from Disney, Facebook, Adobe to Jenny Splendid Ice Creams. A huge. Oh, that's huge, Ann. By the way, I hope you get like a <laughs> lifetime. I hope they paid you an ice cream. I need I need to know more. Um, she lives with Los in Los Angeles with her husband, and two dogs, one cat, and three chickens. Hello, Anne. Welcome. Hi, Caroline. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh! Of course, I'm so happy to have you, and it's so nice to have an LA neighbor. I know the best, the best. <laughs> um, so I love following you on Instagram. Um, love all of your work love following the the life of the chickens can you tell everybody a little bit more about the chickens I feel like the chickens are sort of like a new thing in the last year or so yeah absolutely so they're definitely a pandemic purchase yep (laughs) sure a lot of people Um, got you know face care skincare stuff I got a puppy you got chickens sure Exactly. Well, I already had, you know, two puppies and a kitty and Right. You had to um, sort of diversify your portfolio. Exactly. I, I understand. Exactly. Well, and also since it was hard to get out to a grocery store, we're like, let's just start, you know, creating the necessities at home. So nice. last summer, um, my husband and I bought a house and we actually had some sp- like we literally bought a house when the pandemic started. So then we were like, Okay, now we're stuck at home. What are we gonna what are we going to do? And my husband took up um, woodworking to build stuff. And I was like, let's build a chicken coop Wow, and get some chickens. Um, it started because my parents actually built one. At, my parents just have a lot of stuff at their house. And so my dad, who's retired now, built one out of found materials at their house. Nice. And they were like, we're going to get chickens. And I was like, wait, I want to get chickens too. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so my husband built one, a uh, really cute chicken coop. Um, and then I talked to one of my friends who owns 10 chickens in Pasadena. Nice. She totally talked me into it. It went from like, I think I'll get chickens to like one conversation with her. And I was like, okay, I'm definitely and like, chickens. we are getting chickens. We got like three baby chicks two days later. Wow. Where do you they... get chickens? Is that <laughs> you get them at, um, you can get them at like feed pet feed supply stores okay. more for like, um, more for like farm urban farm supplies i went to like one in el monte there's one in burbank and they only sell baby chicks like in the spring summer season right 
Right. So this was spring 2020. Yeah. It was last summer. Okay. And like June. And then we, um, yeah, now there are loud girls in the backyard. What are their names? They're really fun. I bet. Um, they are Dolly after Dolly Parton. Yes. Moira. After Moira, Moira after Moira Rose. Of course. And then Buffy sure. after Buffy Summers. So <laughs> just got a bunch of strong women back there. I really like that. I think that that's really fun. Um, how do your dogs feel about the chickens? You know, they are all about the same size. My dogs are like Chihuahua mutts. Uh-huh. So all my all my pets are about the same size. Oh, amazing. And the chickens actually are very bossy, very, you know, they do not give an F about anything. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. they kind of, yeah, but they all get along. They are not like That's fighting ever. Very cat of like, them. That's very cat-like. <laughs> That's cat energy. They, they are. They got big. They got big dino energy. Like we call them backyard <laughs> dinos because they are just like little raptors. They don't care. Oh they don't give. Gosh. Yeah, cute. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Yeah, Do you need fun. any sort of permit to have chickens in the city of Los Angeles? No. In LA, I think you can have up to six backyard chickens. Maybe I'm not sure. I think it ranges from city to city, and I'm in sure. LA city, sure. and. You cannot have a rooster. I heard a rooster this morning in my backyard. So I feel like whoever's supposed to be checking isn't checking. And people yeah. are just like going for Well, you know, because of the pandemic, no one was coming around doing anything. So I feel like there were like yeah. a lot of like uh, sort of side door uh, yeah. animal introductions in the area. Yeah. Um, as long as someone, everyone's being taken care of. Nice. Um, and then I think it just has to be like a specific um distance away from your neighbor's houses yes okay but it's not it's not insane we don't have a huge property here or anything so it's really cool wow all of this because your husband was like I'm gonna start doing some like wood projects in the pandemic and like a year later you turn around you have three chickens (laughs) so you have when's the last time you bought an egg oh my god what's funny is we subscribe to a CSA box that actually gives us like six eggs every week sure. too and so we have so many <laughs> eggs whenever we see friends we're like do you want some eggs that's so that is I feel that's like that our- is like the vibe of LA because like everyone has like a w- at least one fruit tree that like super yeah. overproduces, <laughs> and then you're just trying to give away stuff all the time totally it's like our neighbor bartering system yes here. yeah we have a, um, I a, love it. a sour orange tree in our backyard and then two fig trees and the fig trees oh. have not given us anything this year and last year was hundreds we had to power wash (laughs) our like backyard like six or seven times because there were so many because there were so many and then they would the they would melt kind of and the sugar and the figs would caramelize onto the ground and it was this whole thing and then the bugs would come and we were like wow this sucks like we hope next year is better and then this year like not one fig weird weird really weird that is so weird it's I think it's global warming. I mean, for sure. But I'm like, who yeah. can I can I call nine one one and be like, I want fig. like, where are my figs? <laughs> it could also be because there was a drought this year, and maybe they need a lot of water. It's totally possible the leaves do look a little weak, but also like, when has there been a year where it's like, oh yeah, LA got a ton of rain? Like it's yeah. been like a really <laughs> long true. time. It's true. It should have adapted to this climate by now. We're now in a mega drought. Before it was just yeah. a drought. Drought. Yeah. <laughs> So we've got that going for us. We're, we'll exactly. all be climate refugees eventually. <laughs> awesome. Um. So so what is your what is your you know we're now like what it's been a year a full year and a half of this. 
Oh my god! And yeah. it feels like now, you know, I feel like we got. I didn't know how how you feel about when you first got vaccinated, but my mindset was totally different. I was like, I'm vaccinated. I'm waiting the two weeks, you know, after the second shot, and then I'm kind of good to go. I will always wear a mask, like when I'm somewhere in public, but I'm not really worried anymore. And now, you know, our friends are vaccinated. And we're going to do outdoor dining, and they're going to come over. And then I feel like we had like maybe seven really nice weeks of like <laughs> of being like, this is great. And now I feel, yeah. And now I feel like I'm back into land. Um, Um, How are you feeling about it? I think I was overly cautious in the beginning. I was like, okay, I'm vaccinated, but I'm still not going anywhere. Sure. And also I just felt like I have not been pulled together for a year. I'm going to need more time to pull myself back together. I hear you. Yeah, I put on, I've um, I've been trying to wear jeans more. That, oh my god, me too. That's and fun. I like, well, this is interesting. I like um, standing in them, and then once I sit, all of my organs like compre- <laughs> they all like compress, and I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> I was like, oh, I have to pee way more if I wear pants that are not stretched. Yeah, <laughs> I know. No um, so I feel like I got into that like comfort comfort of seeing friends in very limited numbers again, like later. So I only got like maybe three weeks of, okay, things are getting better before sure. it's like, oh crap, things are not, not getting better. Yeah. So I don't know. Now we've kind of mediated our risk in terms of we're going to do some things like we have like a couple friends over yes. for dinner, like yeah. from one household. Uh, maybe like once a month yeah. and we started taking our pottery class again um, but there's only like there's a small number of people and we're all masked the entire time nice so it just feels I don't know doable mm-hmm. so that's kind of where I am right now no travel plans whatsoever in the okay. future yeah it, that part is too nerve-wracking to me still too I was we went on vacation right after we went to Hawaii um, at the end of May and we mm-hmm. still had to do the um, we still had the to test? do the testing yeah and on each island we had to do the testing so that was really I thought that was actually great because you know you get you go to? we well we went to from a we flew into Oahu went to Maui went back to Oahu so we had to do the test going into Oahu and then a test going into Maui and then a test to go back into Oahu Wow. Um, I mean, it was amazing, but it was also like half the vacation. We were like (laughs) Googling where to get a COVID test. We're like, this isn't really fun. But we had a great, I mean, we had a wonderful time. We went with two of our our friends um, who we hadn't seen, obviously, in a long time. And they had just found out that they were pregnant. And they were like, we need to go somewhere because like our life is about to change forever. What do you want to come? And we were like, "Uh uh-huh. And I feel like we got in at the exact right time because uh, they tightened up a lot of travel to Hawaii after they realized and of course I, I'm sure I contributed to this like no one was going out of the country so everyone was trying to go to the most yeah. <laughs> like amazing part vacation of, spot. Yeah. yeah so we got lucky but um yeah no more no more of that but I really I really thought like most people did yeah 
like, oh, we have the vax. And now I know like everybody who has had like a breakthrough case. So it freaks me out. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. I know like a bunch of people. It's wild. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I know. Scary. That is so wild. Mm -hmm. I know. But I can always tell how I am mentally by my shopping habits. And lately Uh I have been doing a lot more like (laughs) falling asleep, scrolling on Etsy. So I need to know where you're at shopping wise how are you how are you what kind of retail therapy are you engaging in so that it was one of my few joys left (laughs) I'm sure it was for many many people yes yes um I didn't buy as much clothes though because obviously we all now have fluctuating body types like Rihanna yep we're all blessed with fluctuating body types so I was very I got I've always been a skincare enthusiast double down on that since my masking created adult acne for me again um let me see I got really into that and then I got really into let's see hobbies probably like I bought a new ukulele wow I bought a knitting kit of a sweater that I still haven't pieced together sure in a year (laughs) were you knitting before that or were you like I'm a knitter now I used to knit and crochet a lot when I was in college, so clearly I was very cool, (laughs) Um, but I had to stop because I would get so into it, my wrist would start clicking. Yeah, you get like a carpal tunnel situation. Yeah, and I already have that already from being an artist as a day job, but these were different because they were those huge knitting needles from We Are Knitters with the cute chunky knit sweaters, Yep. Um, but... I've never pieced together a sweater before. So I just knit all the pieces and then stopped at the part where you piece it together. And I literally bought this like in the beginning of April last year. And I was like, okay, this will be like a nice thing to do during our two week quarantine. Yeah. Remember when we thought we're like, okay, six weeks max. And even then that would be crazy. And now I'm like, so it's been a year and a half. Um, For sure. This is our lives now. How do you feel as like an artist? Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it was seriously delusional for me to be like, well, at least I'll get a sweater out of these six weeks. Right. But I think we were all there, right? We were like, okay, we're playing Animal Crossing and eating sourdough. And then it was like, okay, well, now what? Because this is going to last forever. Um, I was going to say, as an artist, as as a day job artist, Mm -hmm. does it ever feel stressful to pick up new hobbies and think about how you could turn a new hobby into like, into like an expansion of your work. Like, how do you keep oh my the two God, yes. things separate? All the time, all the time, <laughs> because I love to make money as a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> but my husband is very good about being like, you don't have to monetize everything you do. How did he learn and- that? because we've been together for 15 years and he's seen me become incredibly stressed out and have like 50 jobs because I try to monetize everything I do. And so I know I told this is so relatable. I get it (laughs) because you're like, Oh, I'm really into this thing. I'm the kind of person who gets really into something when Mm -hmm. I'm really into something. And, but then I'll also just move on just as quickly onto something else. Well, yeah, TBT to me buying like $500 worth of like resin material. And like, <laughs> I do it every once in a while, but I didn't need like 19,000 molds. And now I have like, oh no my God. but it's like, what did I think I was gonna do? Open an Etsy store? Like it really well, in your head, you're kind of like, well, if I'm really good at this, then yeah, maybe I am going to be a professional resin maker. 
Yeah. And it's it's fun. It all starts out because it's fun, right? And of course. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, if I'm doing it anyway, a byproduct of it is that I'm stacking up a bunch of things. So might as well try and sell them. But I've I've gotten a lot better about that. So how do you keep, even if your husband, I know, is the one sort of leading the charge on telling you what you can and cannot uh, monetize, how do you like mentally keep those things separate? So I try to do hobbies that are so different than what I, than what I do as an artist. So I'm primarily like a 2D painting artist. Yes. And I write and illustrate books and do illustrations for clients. And so when I'm doing crafts, I try to do something that's different than just sitting here with my hands doing something. So that's why I'm like knitting or doing pottery Mm -hmm. or learning to play the ukulele. Absolutely something I cannot monetize. (laughs) Hey, never say never. (laughs) You're like, and I'm coming out with my new ukulele album. Album. Come out with a a ukulele Christmas album. I will stream (laughs) it. I promise. That would be amazing. Did you think when you it's it's just funny because you are a full-time artist like so much of what you I mean everything you do during the day is what someone else is doing as a hobby somewhere else right so (laughs) it's like it's so interesting that it's almost like you have to do the opposite of what I feel like for me like hobbies end up being like anything that can't be done on a computer and I know so much of your art is like probably on a computer as well like in, in yeah. terms of, but like yeah. anything I pick to do, it has to be something that doesn't like require the internet. So like, absolutely, yeah. That's also why my other hobbies are gardening. Mm. I'm growing a cut, I'm growing a cut flower garden. Cause I tried growing a vegetable garden and I was like, this is super unrewarding. There are a ton of pests. So I don't want to eat anything I grew. Yep. Like it takes a whole season to grow like two cucumbers um, it was just such a pain that I was like, you know what I actually love is flowers. And you can get a cucumber for like a dollar at the farmer's market, yep. but like a bouquet of flowers is like $20. Yeah. So I decided to start growing flowers. So that's been super rewarding. And then also chicken rearing is my other hobby. Right. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's a big one. What, it, what kind of flowers did you, did you grow this year and how was the harvest? Oh my gosh. I, right now we're in zinnia season. Zinnias are supposed to be super easy to grow. Mm, I don't know if I agree with that, but (laughs) zinnias are like a heat loving flower. And I, it's been amazing. I love it. I just go out and like harvest a bouquet because the more you cut, the more they grow like every few days. And so I've never, I haven't had to buy flowers. And then during, um, earlier this spring, I grew anemones, which I didn't even know you could grow in California because they're such a delicate cold. They're so freaking beautiful. And they're like $8 a stem if you buy them from like a florist. Um, So I grew anemones and I grew ranunculus. And I just had like my own little ranunculus flower field in my front yard. I was obsessed with them because I'd never grown flowers before. I was never into gardening before the pandemic. I was like dirt. No, thanks not interested and now I'm like did you know we need to all repair our dirt (laughs) 
you and my husband could have a field day. He dug up. <laughs> we have four garden beds in the backyard, and he did a whole harvest last summer, and then uh-huh. realized that there was too like the soil didn't go down deep enough. So he had to yeah. like he literally like broke through all the beds and then resoiled oh, wow. them, and oh. is like this whole thing. But we do vegetables too, and you're right; it's super unrewarding. It takes forever to get like five tomatoes, and then also like the squirrels will eat about two thirds of whatever you plant. So. Flowers sound fun. Do you have any tips for anybody who is like, maybe flowers will be my new thing? AKA Uh, me. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Well, I like growing from seed better than like buying a plant from a nursery. I've tried both. And most of the time the plants from the nursery are like in their best bloom when you buy them. So try doing it from seed um, and then figure out what zone you're in. If you're in LA, you're in like zone 10B. And that kind of helps you figure out what flowers will grow best in your zone and when. And then this year I've kind of learned since our weather is shifting a bit because things global warming, like we kind of have to plant things a little earlier than we used to because we have such long summers now. Yeah, I was going to say, sorry, I'm letting my dog out of the room. When do do you start (laughs) your planting? Well, it just depends on what I'm planting. Like for my summer zinnias right now, I started planting them in May, June when it started feeling warm and then they went into full bloom, like July, August. Now, now they're kind of waning off. Um, and then for my ranunculus and anemones, I planted them last December cause that's when I got the bulbs. Cause I kind of just decided on a whim to get them. But this year I think I might start in November. Really? When it starts to grow. Yeah. Because I want to get like an earlier bloom and also just to see, like it's a lot of experimentation in gardening. And so, um, I still have my corms in from last year and they'll like come back every year. So I kind of want to see how much come back and if they come back and bloom earlier. And then I also want to see how the ones I plant like a month earlier. do. And this is like really dorky. No, I think, no, I think this is amazing. Um, Yeah. So I I'm wondering though, like when you plant, cause LA is so different obviously than the rest of the country and you have to figure out like what, how did, did you do like garden boxes? Did you do, um, like what was your so, setup and then and I don't know did you did you have anything that like totally failed um because oh my God, of so many because things. of how hot it is here so many things failed what's funny is poppies failed which you think like poppy is the california flower but they are so hard for some reason for me to grow and so they have totally failed for me um i i'm sure there are there are a ton of failures i just can't remember them all right now um most like I would say 60% of the time 70% of the time things fail or die or are in the wrong spot Mm. and then I have to because again I didn't really know anything about gardening and then I'd be like why is this hydrangea dot like dead yeah but then I realized it needs to be in shade and it needs a lot of water so I moved it to my front yard that has like a giant tree and suddenly it like came back to life which is great um I test both with the garden bed and without because my front yard doesn't have garden beds, so I just plant directly in the dirt that we've amended with other soil and, you know, enriched stuff. And then I also have two garden beds in the back that I experiment with where I can control the soil more. So you really funny, like- got into it. You are like really, <laughs> you have like variable beds. You're like. I'm constantly thinking about it. <laughs> wow. Did that help your mental health? It did, but it also terrified me because my parents are super into gardening and I'm like, I'm becoming my parents in quarantine. Well, aren't we all? I mean, it's terrifying. 
Um, but yeah, it definitely helped my mental health just to get outside more. I'm very much an indoor cat. So I was like, okay, I have to go check on my flowers. And just to harvest flowers was really, it's really fun to like, just have a huge bouquet of flowers. You grew yourself. Yeah. I was going to say this is, um, when Kate Kennedy came on the show and we talked about the nap dress, uh-huh. It feels like growing flowers is an activity worthy of a nap dress. So now I feel like you need a nap dress because you have. I have I have three naps. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Are they all pandemic purchases? Yes. A hundred percent. That was like the one thing I bought in pandemic. Which ones? Well, tell us which ones you got. Well, I have the green garden trellis one. I'm looking I have the light. I have the light blue one. That's like the check that's kind of glittery. And then I have the um, red tartan plaid one that for Christmas. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> a nap dress <laughs> for all seasons. Oh, I love. Oh, I really like the green one. It's so pretty. That's my most like I can wear this out and feel comfortable to a fancy event. In Ooh. fact, I went to see Hamilton recently because my cousin is the conductor in it. And oh, my gosh. We were like my my husband's cousin so but I'm claiming her because she's cool yeah um, and it was harrowing to get dressed for it because it's the first time I tried to put on a formal dress and I tried on six dresses none of them zipped up but this nap dress came to the rescue totally did you go opening I night couldn't... we went the night before where they did a uh invited dress rehearsal nice where um they invited like Family and friends, and also a bunch of first responders. Not, like essential workers? Essential workers. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm looking at nap dresses again and being like, should I get a nap dress? I have gone through this so many times in my life. Oh head. my God. You should definitely get I a nap dress. I don't think I, I can make it work. I'm not, I don't have chickens and I'm not gardening. I understand why you have one. <laughs> okay. I never, um, um, uh, not never, but I rarely, I like that the image though, you know what? I'm not going to say I, I never, because I like the image that to, for people to have that I'm just like full cottage core, like a nap dress, tending my chickens, totally collecting my flowers. Isn't that what you of, do? I mean, that's what I'm, get, <laughs> that's what I'm getting from this episode. Instead of the actual garbage person I am, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm looking at all the different ones. Cause of course now, like if it's been a minute since I've looked at the website and you say you think size down right yeah definitely I'm looking especially at the, the ones, especially the ones that are just like the ruffled strap that it comes like it pulls down really easily so you definitely want to like size down so it's not too loose and then your boobs pop out can we talk about what a freaking genius it is to be like during a <laughs> pandemic to be like oh yeah we came up with a fancy nap dress like oh it is should have been me that should have been my <laughs> that should have been my monetized Your hobby yeah, exactly. <laughs> um how much would you say you have spent on your if that's how you're doing your shopping um is like hobby spending like do you think that you spent more than you really plan to or is this sort of like your norm um I'm not a huge like like my most splurgy thing was probably buying that ukulele because it was like a real ukulele and not a toy ukulele it was a ukulele from um I think it's McKenna Instruments in Hawaii like this like a legit ukulele maker but it's also pink and glittery and has a heart cut out as (laughs) gotta stay true to yourself I get it I get it I get it 
Exactly. So that was probably my splurgiest thing. Um, let me see. I, this is pretty much my norm. I am that meme that's like, I'm going to treat myself, says someone who's never denied themselves is, anything. I ever. literally say that in my head constantly. <laughs> It's it. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, the the tweet is literally like, "I deserve, I, I deserve it," yeah. and it's like says me to myself, a person who has never, like, rarely, if ever, denied themselves anything. Um, yeah, I saw that and I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> it's me." I mean, I grew up like in an, an immigrant family, first daughter, so like, you know, we were not super well off, and so now. Now I'm reparenting myself. I'm baby, but I'm also the mommy. <laughs> like, I can have whatever you. I want. Tell us a little bit more about that. Because I've had, um, I'm sure you, you've heard where I've talked to, like, I've tried to do a little bit of reparenting around f- my relationship with food and my relationship with nutrition. And it sounds like you're coming from it from a place of like consumption. Um, I guess it's. I guess that's true. I mean, I'm reparenting from every angle, right? Sure. From like self-esteem, from from food, from my relationship to my body. And I, I mean, if anyone has an Asian mother, then they know, like, is that, it's hard. Is that true? I mean, it's true for me and most of my friends who also have Asian mothers. Sure. Um, there are also great Asian mothers who are not super critical of their daughters. Um, but yeah, it's like... I, th- I guess my relationship with money is what's funny is it's myself. It's not even my parents. My parents were not like, Oh, like my mom once said to me as an adult, like you should just buy that thing. You're like, it's not like you buy frivolous things all the time. You're not someone who just like wastes their money. And I was like, yeah, because I have anxiety from growing sure. up. Yeah. <laughs> that right. We would not ever have enough money. Right. 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 Um, and has that become any easier? Any. Um, it actually has in my reparenting of myself and the reparenting work I've done in therapy and other things. It's a lot of like your self-worth is reflected in the way that you spend on yourself. Right. And also you learn that from your parents. Like my mom never spends money on herself. She's very like only spends money on us, her kids, or she never spent money on herself. Um, and so then I felt guilty ever spending money on myself now as an adult. Cause that was what was modeled for me. But through therapy and through just, like, reparenting work on myself, I realized, like, I make a really good living. I can have the things I want. I'm not, like, spending to keep up with the Joneses. Like, the root cause of what I'm spending is not necessarily to fill Mm. a hole. It's more, it brings me joy. And I like to be surrounded by things that bring me joy. And a lot of things bring me joy. Well, and that is enough in itself. Like, that's okay. That's a good enough reason to buy something. Yeah. Not just because you need it or it's a necessity, um, but if it makes you happy. Right. I feel I am like the, almost the antithesis of like the Marie Kondo <laughs> fad where I'm like, yeah. everything brings me joy. I oh am God. a joy hoarder. Like all, like, you know. I feel like sometimes I'm, but sometimes though, don't you feel like you're trying to put a bandaid on something? Like, especially during the pandemic where you're like, maybe having this package will like coming in the mail will like make me feel better. And then it comes oh my God. and you get the high and then you're like on to the next, but. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I definitely go through cycles. Yeah. Like, 
sometimes I'll fall down soup TikTok and then be like, oh, I need an immersion blender. But then I already have a Vitamix and it's been fine to make soups with it. Like I don't need this one specific thing. Yeah. And then I will spend, you know, an hour researching too many of them online and then get decision fatigue and then decide, wait, I actually don't want more things in yes. my house. Yeah, right. You already have the Vitamix. Yeah, but that's like the process. I don't know. It's no, I hard. totally get it. I just hold on. I just want to switch tracks one moment yeah. and ask you more about soup TikTok. Um, <laughs> um, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because I have I not mean, ever gotten to soup TikTok. This was just a while ago. Like um, TikTok was just showing me a lot of you know those really good looking like cooking TikToks where they put like one thing and the cut to another thing and they make it look so easy. And yeah. It makes like, everything look like blender. you can do something in 30 seconds. And exactly. Yeah. And then they have the immersion blender and it's like, you have like roasted creamy tomato soup. You have potato leek soup. You have butternut, like all these smooth, delicious fall soups that yeah. look so good. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, I want to make all of those. Yeah. I will not make any. <laughs> this is how I got an instant pot and how I sold it on Craigslist. Um, oh my God. And also we don't have fall and we don't live in we a don't. fall. It's like literally 104 degrees out right now. I have to wait till December to yeah. make soup. <laughs> and, it's only, and you get like a two week soup period. Yeah. And then it's last too hot week again. We had that, last week we had that like one day that was kind of gloomy. I Loved made potato it. leek soup that oh. day. I was like, I made lasagna. I get it. I know. I totally get it. It's so true. I don't know how many listeners we have in California, but like, man, it is so hard to watch all you East Coasters like do pumpkin shit right now. It's 106 it's so... degrees. The entire state is on fire. Yeah. We have no water. It's so sweaty. Our cars are like, you get into the car and it's burnt. It's like 400 degrees in the car. Nora McInerney calls it car sauna. But oh. it's not. I don't find that to be fun. So that makes I'm it just seem mad. more glamorous. Exactly. Than what it's it really not. Is. It's more like car overheating and yeah. dying. But I the car oven. I think soup talk TikTok would be really hard for me to look at. I think I would. Keep, <laughs> I think I would be too sad. <laughs> it was. It made me really hungry and, like I said, really consumery because I was like, "Ooh, if I just got an immersion blender, fall will come and yeah. my life will be better." Well, that's the thing is that. We always are trying to find the purchase that's going to be like, this is going to be the thing. But have you ever, and even if it's not the product you brought today, have you ever had, like, was there any purchase that you have made, whether it was during the pandemic or not, that really was a life changer purchase? I would say that Vitamix. I freaking love the Vitamix. It was a huge investment, but I have a green smoothie. My husband and I both have a green smoothie every single morning. Really? And we've done it for the last eight years yeah you've had a green smoothie every morning for eight years I mean like almost every morning not when I'm on vacation wow RIP vacation but when you are if you are home yeah we have a green smoothie every morning oh my god iconic Um, and we so we use it definitely every day then I would make my matches in it um so at the very least it was getting used twice a day and um and you can make soups in it and you can make sauces and so like everything you could use like a um what is that called a food processor right or an immersion blender for it you can use in this blender like the vital we've had you know just like whatever normal blender you buy like the lower end blenders yeah we like bought and threw away like three of those and then we got this Vitamix and it was just like it's so much different really? it's so different it's really really worth it and we have a KitchenAid is do you think is the Vitamix- we had a KitchenAid before, like mm. right before we got. That was my like next step up. I was like, okay, I'm gonna get a KitchenAid. 
and it was good but this vitamix the vitamix really takes the smoothness to the next level like unbelievably smooth. especially since we do a green smoothie every day i want it to be smooth i don't want it to be chunky i mean look that is a perfect it's the same with like the Dyson Airwrap where I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was over $500, but I literally do my hair constantly. Even during the pandemic, one of the things that kept me feeling sane was if my hair was like clean and done. Yeah, um, exactly. And so it's always been worth it to me because I use it every day. I feel like if I w- bought a Vitamix, like it just wouldn't get its money's worth on it. Yeah. If you don't use it every day or you don't blend super often, yeah. it's not worth it. It's the same with like KitchenAid mixers. Like if you are not baking all of the time, yeah. like just get a hand mixer. Yeah. Like that's, it's like $14. Yeah. But if you are someone who's like, I bake like three times a week, yeah, then get a KitchenAid mixer. But like yeah. as the person who like makes one cake and one thing of cookies every, you know, year, me, yeah. uh, <laughs> need a KitchenAid um then no do I did I register one it's the thing that you need for your life like I totally I have a KitchenAid mixer and I love it that was another one of my pandemic hobbies I learned how to make French pastries online okay I literally watched Law and Order every episode maybe twice and then did a big rewatch of like all the housewives and I'm kind of annoyed and jealous that you came out of the scene like oh yeah I got chickens and I learned how to make French pastries and I have three nap dresses and I'm picking flowers and I'm like okay well I can quote reality television to you if you'd like that. I mean, <laughs> um, what kind of French- I love that though <laughs> well that. to so each their own yeah exactly. exactly so what kind of French pastries did you get into what was what's your new uh specialty oh my gosh macarons wow like lo- okay so I love baking as like stress relief to mm. begin with but I've always lived in rentals for most of my adult life I mean all of my adult life until literally last year and so I've always had really crappy rental um ovens until we moved into our house and it has a new oven and like oh. it makes such a difference <laughs> I thought I was crappy at making macarons I mean it's hard and I learned from this amazing woman her name is Molly Wilkinson she is from Texas actually but she lives in Versailles full-time she's a professional French pastry chef she's so I I feel like she's like the modern Julia Child she's like so funny and sweet oh, nice. and makes this all super she teaches classes over zoom and we've become friends since I've taken so many of her classes. So amazing. Um, and she teaches so many amazing classes. And I learned so many things from her. But the thing that I practiced the most was macarons. Because, I mean, macarons are like $5 a cookie. So I was yeah, like. Yeah, you're never going to. It's not like. <laughs> I always see these things where it's like homemade Oreos. And it's like, why would you need to make a homemade Oreo? Exactly. Go right? buy Oreos. Like, move on with your life. But right. macarons is like, if you like macarons, there is no economical Right. you know like there's no like economical way to like buy macarons. purchase a macaron yeah. so that makes sense and plus it was just like it's really fun and it's artistic in a way too, yes yeah all this stuff so it really scratches that creative itch but I really like doing hobbies that are like with your hands all in no screens well yeah I know? think that that's right yeah yeah Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
And how are you at the ukulele these days? Terrible. Okay. Terrible. Thanks for asking. But yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's cute. And I'm sure you have it displayed in your office in an artful way. I'm looking at Anne's office right now because it's, you know, obviously she's in there. Um, and it is, I love it. It's many tones oh, of you. millennial pink. It is. I'm very into it. Um, so I know that. So, so a little background on us getting this episode together was like, I think I sent you the link to schedule your time like two months ago. And I get an email that's like, it's literally like the 4th of July and Anne's like, we're going to record in September because I can't decide what product to bring. And then I followed <laughs> up with her like the day before we recorded this, like yesterday. And she's like, I still don't know. So like, here we are. And there, therefore I don't know what you brought. So now I'm very interested in hearing. I know we talked a lot, you know, we ran the gamut of yeah. all of our pandemic purchases. But what really was the singled out purchase that you brought so to I've the been, show? I've been obviously thinking about this for two months, <laughs> every single day. And I've finally decided my product is going to be a facial spray because this is different than all other face sprays. Okay. This is the uh, um, SOS Daily Rescue Facial Spray from Tower 28. Okay. Tower 28 is a Asian-owned uh, beauty Amazing. line. It's really mostly a skincare line. Um, and this is different than other facial sprays because it has hypochloric acid in it. And water. That's it. And I, it's been a lifesaver. This is my third bottle during pandemic because, like I was mentioning, I was struggling with mask me. And this actually like kills bacteria and also helps your wounds heal a lot faster when Ooh. you do have breakouts. And so, and it really works and it like lessened the redness of my skin overall as well. And I just love it. It's so simple, but when, it's so effective. When did you figure out? Um, weirdly, I am not, um, I don't, I never really get acne on my face. Sometimes I'm God, like, you're so lucky. Well, wait, it's, been my it's all show. over the rest of my body. Like, not, like <laughs> I get like more zits on like my legs than like I would care to. It's very weird. But every, you know, what I've learned from Jolie in doing this is that like, you know, your face skin is different than your body skin. Yeah. Like I'm more likely to get a breakout like on my back or like on a random oh spot on my arm than yeah. on my face, except when it's cystic. So like if I have my period, there's always like three right. like little guys who come to join me. And then I'm like, yeah. oh she's coming um <laughs> but I am always interested in facial sprays and toners because yeah. I feel like that is the only time my skin feels clean and like I want that like stripped feeling um that like a spray gives you but like I know I never know if that's like a feeling I should be trying to go for <laughs> so like well, how did you know that this was going to work for you so I don't use a whole lot of facial sprays on my face because I have oily skin and I tend to break out a lot. So I don't like to put anything extra on in between my very extensive morning and nighttime routine. Sure, sure. However, I use this in my day, my morning and nighttime routine, like between after toner and before serum or medication. Mm -hmm. um, but I also use it throughout the day. Like this is my studio bottle because um, you can put it on after. I was looking for something to do to deal with like, you know, if you're running to the post office and back, you're wearing a mask, but now like you're not going to wash your face in the middle of the day. And so I was like, what do I do to like kill the humid bacteria that's on my face? Yeah. Because that's what's making me break out. So I started researching and I found this and a lot of people said they were using it for their mask knee. And so I ordered some and it just like, it actually smells 
It doesn't smell very strong. Okay. But if it were to smell like anything, it'd be like pool water is what people said. Oh, fun. <laughs> I don't hate that. I don't hate so that at all. So it smells like clean. Yeah. It's not a very strong scent. It doesn't linger. Um, and so I just spray that on like when I get home and take off my mask throughout the day if I'm feeling like gross. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me feel clean versus like I put something else on my another layer on my face. Sure. And like I said, it's really helped with my redness. I was really struggling with maskne like yeah. earlier this year. Yeah. Um, and now I'm not as much. I mean, also because I start seeing my dermatologist for the more serious stuff. But mm-hmm. this has stayed, been a mainstay in my routine. Do you feel like there was something you were using? Bef- was there something you were using before Tower 28 SOS? that this has now replaced? Um, no, actually, which is why I'm like, it's not, it's not like a comparable product for any of the other skincare products I've Mm, used before. It filled mm. a hole that I was looking for, which is like, how do I reduce my redness? Cause obviously I have to use like a really strong retin-A and, um, other things for my acne, but like, it was anything else I was trying was making my face like redder okay. and I needed more calming things and soothing things and healing things. Yep. And this really does make like, you know, like after you have a zit, things linger for a really long time. This really makes yes. it go away so much faster. And I'm a picker too. Like I really have Me a too. Heart, And it's like, that's yeah. really where I fall because yeah, it's the, really like, hard. The main thing about hypochloric acid is that it's like something that's in our white blood cells that helps repair already and so I know I was like I I like I told you I get really into research no that's amazing I mean that's great I am very obsessed and then I move on and I know like a little bit about a lot of things sure but a lot about nothing sure jack of all trades I get I (laughs) understand sure sure makes sense that's Um, awesome and did someone recommend this to you or you found it on your own I want to say so like when I'm really late night scrolling, I'm on like the strategist and yep. into the gloss yep. and just reading like other people's routines. And I want to say I read it on one of those or maybe it was like right before the um, or maybe it was during the stop Asian hate movement when they were highlighting Asian owned beauty brands. Yep, yep. And I wanted to support more, um, you know, uh, BIPOC owned businesses. Mm-hmm. So I found tower 28 and then the spray was like exactly what I was looking for. That's great. I love when you find something that like just really works and fills a need because I feel so like so often that so much skincare and makeup and stuff that we buy ends up like nothing like it doesn't like totally hit, but then you're kind of like, well, I'm using this anyway because I bought it and it's here and I don't want to toss it. Right. Um, Yeah. And it's not like, you know, hundreds of dollars, like a right. lot of the cult items are. Yeah, I was but looking. I it's like only, it's like less than 30 bucks. Yeah. And I think there's a smaller version you can try out first if you want. That's nice. Um, yeah. But I love it. Um, and how long did it take to start seeing actual change? I think after the first week of using it, I texted my friend and was like, like my friend I talked to a lot about skincare and was like, um, I think this is changing my life. I love it. That's amazing. I know. That's it's, great. And I usually don't say that because like I said, I'm a huge skincare enthusiast and I'm like yeah, constantly trying things and trying things for like the last 5 years. Okay. At least. Yeah. No, this is really good to know about because I feel like 
you know, similar to how we felt in May. I was like, oh, maybe masks aren't on the horizon again. Um, oh, yeah. But now I wear remember masks all the masks, time. Remember when they were all on sale for like two weeks yes. in May? When yes. After everyone, they're sh- like, okay, I guess these are the past. Yeah. And I should have bought them then because I just bought <laughs> yeah. full price a bunch of Bagu masks to get myself all yeah, that's exactly- hyped up again. about <laughs> the. I was like, well, I might as well. Um, that's exactly when I bought like three masks because I was like, well, they're half off right now. Yeah. Should have. I should have thought more about that because I really just did not take advantage. I really thought we were kind of at the end. I mean, I think we all did. Yeah. It was all looking better. And now I'm just like, where are we? I feel like no one's at the wheel now. No one's at the wheel. I know. And remember when masks were weird? Like, remember when you were yeah. like, I don't know. I remember going to Target like in March 2020 and some people would be in masks and you're like, oh my God, weird. <laughs> Um, it, was, it was weird and now I love it I'm like please do not perceive me seeing my entire face is a privilege yeah I know I do I do feel that way too I'm like my whole face is reserved for my home life uh, <laughs> and I also think that I'm going no matter what going to keep wearing a mask on planes and on the subway I cannot oh, believe yeah. I ever lived in New York for 10 years and didn't wear a mask every day and would like touch the pole and then like go eat lunch like gross like I don't know I'm just very <laughs> hyper aware of like germs now in a way that I was not before and I don't yeah. think I would ever really because wasn't it so nice last year not even getting the common cold like oh my god so so nice didn't get sick I at mean, all yeah I just I think about like all the things we used to do that I'm like I can't believe we did that. Yeah, like, like, ew. Go to a concert in a dark room with all our mouths open. Ew. Yeah, like, and, like, or or people who would come into the office sick and be like, oh, I'm really yeah. sick. And everyone's like, wow, yeah. they're such a hero for coming to work sick. And now I'd be like, right? Oh, my God, I always hated that. Yeah. Oh, I always hated that so much when we were working, when I was working in an office. Yeah. It's like. Like, this don't be a hero. I know. No. I think about it all the time, but there was an episode of a show where, like, I don't remember the show and I don't remember when I watched it, but I remember the scene and it was, like, some woman met her friends out for dinner and was like, oh, my husband has the flu and I'm not feeling really well, so just, like, let's just not hug. Let's just not, like, kiss hello. But, like, then they yeah. sat there and, like, shared food and I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Like, just so, but in the past, I don't yeah. think it would have, I'd be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, oh, don't touch me. I'm sick. I'd be like, oh my God, stay home. You f- yeah, absolute absolutely. freak. You freak. I know. I can't I believe know. we have now almost been talking an hour. I feel very excited to like return to some of the hobbies that I <laughs> brought into my life in 2020 and then sort of neglected. I really hope that you finish that sweater. I really want you to piece it together. I feel like you kind of have to. How can you not? What guess, are you going to do with I it guess, otherwise? Well, and also, well, it's been sitting in a bag in my living room. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the entire year. Yeah. I I think I'm also just waiting for it to be cool enough to want to touch wool again right now. Yeah, that's yeah, like, that's real. That's real. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Maybe it's it'll be a winter break um hobby I pick up again. Yeah. When you're not you know, recording your ukulele Christmas album. I think <laughs> if you need a photographer to come over and get you playing the ukulele wearing your sweater, I volunteers tribute. Uh-huh. I will a hundred percent. We'll do it in the, with the, in the garden with the chickens. Like I've just, yeah. I really want to art direct this entire thing. 
okay. I feel inspired. I'm excited about about <laughs> picking up some more resin prod- projects and what were you making with your resin products? And I can't even like coasters and I have this really cute candy dish mold that's actually so uh-huh. cute. And I made so many little candy dishes. Actually, just give me your dress. I will drop one off at your house. They're really okay. cute. But yeah. like, why, but you know, you look and you're like, I'll I'm, give you some eggs for it. Yes, please. <laughs> honestly, fair trade. I will. It's it's funny. Like I bought material as if I was opening an Etsy store. So it's uh-huh. like you don't need like I as a person who just does this for fun. Does, I don't need 11 candy dish resin candy dishes so it's more of like kind of intense it's a mold How it's do a you mold not? it's exactly and I think what I need to do is like start sending pictures of like the colors of the dye that I have and then all the things that can go in it and like ask my friends like okay pick your like come up yeah. with your own design and I will make it for you and send it to you because then I like I just don't need like 19,000 coasters like you know yeah. but I would happily make and send yeah so I'll bring you a candy a fun... dish. I would love that. Great. Absolutely would love that. I'm going to bring you like 10 like of sending... them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start my own. I'm going to start my own Caroline um, resin shop. You should like, a gallery. Hey, Caroline, can you just like <laughs> drop off some more? Be I don't, careful I what you wish for. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. You're going to get a lot. I mean, really, I made these little like cups. It's just like a lot of resin stuff. Oh my, God. my house isn't that big. You like need- I just don't have enough room for all my resin. But I could make you like a oh vase my. for flowers. Like Oh my God. Yeah. Wow, They're- you really got into I resin went making. That's crazy. So cool. Yeah. And then oh but like I don't have any plans on opening an Etsy store today. So uh yeah. you know, maybe tomorrow. I don't know. But like, yeah, I will bring you some. <laughs> but I like the idea of just reinvigorating with the hobbies. And also I'm definitely gonna go on soup TikTok like ASAP. And make oh my some God. maybe I mean, prepare we do. to be hungry. Here's the thing: we do have an immersion blender, so oh I'm, my God. I feel kind of ready. Do you feel like it's worth it? Do you feel? Don't like ask me. I, I don't cook. I Dan uh, Dan would right. tell you Dan would tell you yes, but also you okay. have a Vitamix. We don't. So like we yeah. don't have a food processor. Um, the immersion blender is for everything. But like things. if you yeah. have the Vitamix, he would tell you no. Don't buy another thing. Okay. You don't need. I seriously texted like four other friends too, yeah. to be like, "Do you have an immersion blender? Should I use?" Yeah. I, I mean, it's one? great, and it was something I think we registered on our like, it, you know, our wedding registry or whatever. So it was like uh-huh. a gift, and it was it's really fun, and I I hear it's fun. I don't use it, but um, uh, it is it's and it's a space saver. But you already have like the max best blender, and you use it all I know. the time. I so I think stop. like you're fine. Yeah. I think you're fine. Do not get do not get the immersion. I don't blender. need more things. I don't need more things. And tell everyone where they can find you online and find your work. You can find me on Instagram at Anne Danger. And you can find me on my website at Anne-Shen.com. That's like a hyphen, not a dash spelled dash, out. Yes, hyphen. And I will yeah. link to everything. I will try to link to everything we talked about, including oh my God. Um, the Tower 28 SOS facial spray, which was Anne's pick. And I am just so happy we did this episode. I'm so happy you came to do things to spot it. Thank you so much. Me too. Thank you so much. It's been so fun. All right, you guys, we will catch you next week for another episode. In the meantime, of course, you can follow on Instagram, G Thanks to Spot It Pod, and the G Thanks Facebook group. And if you are really jonesing for new podcasts, Jackie and I have a Patreon. You can subscribe at patreon.com slash just one episode. And we will see you next week. 